three tips or the main tenets that any founder has to keep in mind when building in a bear market? If we look at the current market conditions and you're working on very two exciting startups at the moment, what do you see most Web3 marketeers or founders do wrong in the marketing space? Is if you're working in a group of friends and in a group of, let's say, people with mutual interest, how do you just manage friendships, how do you manage emotions, how do you make sure that everybody, that it's in their best interest to keep growing, keep building, that there's no mm -hmm. ego involved or no greed. Julian, my first question to you, I read online that you're an entrepreneur since your 14th year of age. What was the first business that you got yourself into? Uh, I think my first business was before 14 uh, because like when I was chilled, I realized later that it was a kind of business. But uh, right now I know it when I was like 12 years old or maybe thir th 13, uh, I used to um, took like uh, uh, some trees, some plants from my neighbors. We call this muge in French. I don't know how to say in English, but it's a typical traditional tree we uh, we record. We take one time every year on the first May, and we can sell it. And so every year since my 12 years old, I was looking to my neighbor's garden and saw that they got like some uh, some muges, some plants. And I was like not st stealing, but just asking them if I could if I could take a little bit here, asking another neighbor if I can take a little bit here and after getting like lot of muge, lot of plants in my garage and selling on the street I started like at, at 12 uh, by myself but at uh, 14 I, I already got like two friends helping me and pulling uh, them uh, in the street with me giving them a percentage of what I earned with this so I think uh, I, I, I don't know if it's entrepreneurship but I got very young the the volunteer and the idea to sell things and try to make things different you know so yeah I think very young I was doing the same actually when I was young I think there is this law in France where it's the only day and it's the only product that you can sell without being like a registered business with a taxes so there's this kind of weird thing that this day you can sell this specific flower to everyone and you don't have to pay like VAT or like do anything and be registered and there's this thing I think or it was yeah, yeah. You know, I don't know if yeah like, definitely yeah, definitely. You can see um, it's a pretty common. We are not like very like special because a lot of kids now are doing it. I don't know if the new generation doing it uh, anymore, but at my age, when I started to grow up, a few kids made it to again. And in all cities in French, you can see like some kids, some sometimes some the fathers are doing the same. You know, sometimes people from the age of our fathers do it too. And uh, yeah, they are doing it. And uh, people who are selling plants uh, every every day are kind of crazy about it because they are uh, themselves uh, uh, subject to taxes, subject to uh, fees, etc. But we uh, didn't. So it's kind of unfair advantage. <laughs> yeah, it's the uberization of the flower business. One day a year. <laughs> of course. Yeah, that's good. I mean, it's from one unregulated market of selling flowers and trees to another un unregulated market, which is Web3. <laughs> Yeah. And Julian, I'm very happy to have you on today because I believe from all the people that we have had so far, you're the guy that knows most about Web3 marketing, most about scaling and most about getting investors for startups. So if we look at the current market conditions and you're working on very two exciting uh, startups at the moment, what do you see most Web3 marketeers or founders do wrong in the marketing space? Um, thank you first. I don't know if I am uh, one of the best, so thank you very much. Um, what I can say is that uh, I'm from like uh, the product and traditional startup world. Uh, so when I enter in this space, I saw some crazy things and some practices that shocked me. And I think every people from traditional product startup space will got the same feeling. People from SaaS or mobile app space enter in Web3 one year or two years ago uh, would be shocked because it was like a lot of hype marketing, a lot of uh, 
um, very uh, brutal paid marketing ads, but not a lot of organic and uh, uh, growth hacking strategies that was aims to first make some pirate uh, low cost strategies, but also to um, show if your product, if your offer uh, have a, re a real product market fit. And with the paid marketing and brutal marketing, uh, you can uh, get false results about it. So with what I see and what I saw from the beginning in Web3 is that a lot of people are trying to market products and Web3 offers uh, too uh, brutally at the beginning and that's make uh, things that is bad at the end because they are um, getting forced results, false data and at the end they build something that people don't really want, they just just see uh, every time the, the product uh, they are targeting or something like this and so it creates um, a wrong and a bad virality and so what I can see is that you should focus on strategies that are organic and that will give you some real and true answer about uh, your product uh, success, your product uh, need, etc. And too much people are making like some traditional paid marketing and that's make like bad results on uh, the people opinion and the product evolution because marketing is very linked to your product. And if you do like marketing from one side and product from another side, you are completely broke on the product evolution and it has to be together. So products uh, need to work with marketing guys and marketing need to understand how work the product or how work the Web3 offer to propose a good strategy. So it's mainly the link between the marketing teams and the product team. And when I say product, it can be a, a real product, but it can be also uh, agencies who offer service. At the end, it's the people who are going to propose the, the offer. So they have to work together to see what they got from the customers and from the result of the marketing uh, strategies to um, make some marketing that makes sense, marketing strategies that make sense. Mm, I really like what you said there is that a lot of projects force fake data and fake growth onto mm -hmm. their products. Um, how, let's, if we look at Web 2 and Web 3 product market fit, mm -hmm. how do you think, because Web 3 itself is sometimes a lot of speculation, sometimes less, sometimes yeah. more, how do you think speculation on coins or on NFTs impacts product market fit or people building products that people actually want and can measure that people actually want it and mm. not want to speculate? What's your opinion on that? Um, it can be very strong, but it can be a very uh, big danger. Uh, it's the network effect when you put like a kind of... Uh, financial incentive with a token, a coin, uh, any financial assets linked to your product. People are not using your product or your offer anymore for what you're doing, but because of the uh, financial uh, financial investment uh, and uh, possibility of uh, uh, investment. And this is a danger you have to decorrelate uh, the two things. And so what I do and what I recommend uh, other people to do is to first focus on the offers, the products, um, so the services you're going to propose or the product or the build or the value you will bring. And after uh, you can put this web tree touch by uh, making a coin, by making a token, etc. Because of something, don't do like don't uh, create a coin or token just because it's hyped. You have to link it to something. It has to be logical. It can be uh, an efficiency uh, uh, answer. For example, you're gonna create a, a DAO or decentralized uh, autonomous organization because you're gonna scale up, uh, sc scale up, and you're gonna make um, a kind of. Uh, uh, process more efficient than uh, if you build without uh, decentralized organization. You can create a token to make easy uh, the access of funds, to make easy the access of ownership. But it has to be every time uh, linked to your offer, linked to your project, and not just um, the product and offer. You know, uh, Web3 uh, projects, uh, too much Web3 projects are uh, based on their tokens or coin. And after they have things, it must be the, the reverse. You have a product or you have an offer and you have a tokens or coin linked to it that bring much more values. Yeah, I think it's, it's a very valid point that you know, most of the projects are like, hey, you can speculate on our token. And by the way, we will build something one day. And um, in the case of your like main projects right now, I think it's Mobula. Uh, how do you um, 
So what is the place of your token within like, you know, the marketing and the product right now? Or maybe you can start to explain like, to our viewers what is Mobula, yeah. how does it work, who you're competing with, what are your core features, and then we can like, go to the token and the, yeah. the use cases. I think it's a good example to talk about Mobula because it's not our first project and with our first project we made some probably little mistake. We, we, we just learned some things and stuff, but with Mobula we really wanted to make things the right way. So I think it's a kind of good example. So let's chat about it. Mobula, it's a crypto aggregator. So basically it's like a coin market cap or coin gecko. It's a place you can find all data. It's a of data about crypto assets, uh, about crypto assets in any blockchain, about crypto assets in any data, the volume, the liquidity, the metadata, the social network associated to one asset, etc. So it's a place you can find every information about crypto assets. But Mobula is a next generation crypto aggregator. Um, it's have three main values that make the difference. It's first, highly interactive in Mobula, in the crypto aggregator Mobula, you can buy, sell crypto assets directly in app in few clicks. You're not redirected to affiliated websites. You're not redirected to a centralized exchange to buy what you're looking for. You can buy in few clicks and very easily you can also trade. In Mobula, you have also the value of trustless. It means you're not you don't need to trust a, a, anymore the platform because it's decentralized, so everything is transparent, decentralized in the protocol of data aggregation. Instead of having like a, a number X of employers who are going to um, source the crypto assets, going to add the data of crypto assets manually and link to some API, etc. With uh, Mobula, we are asking people who are creating and who are updating crypto assets to request crypto asset listing. They are putting some on-chain information like their contract, etc. And we have a technology that's going to analyze directly on-chain the uh, data of the assets. So volume, liquidity, um, everything that is related to the crypto asset, but directly on-chain. We are going also to integrate the metadata. It means the Twitter, the white paper, every information, static information who are linked to the project. And all this information will be um, gated uh, into um, smart contracts or so on-chain. People are going to submit a listing. People are going to be listed if they are selected. And why, if they are selected, is the plus value of Mobula. There is a DAO, a decentralized autonomous organization, uh, with uh, more than uh, 100 people right now, who are going to analyze every day the new listing requested and going to vote. They're going to vote if the listing is uh, right, if they have don't make mistake on the contract, on the social networks, on the information that is submitted, and if they don't have made any mistakes, the contract will be uh, officially. Uh, publish on Mobula, the, the smart contract and the asset will be listed. If they made uh, uh, false, if they put false information or they made mistake, the contract and the asset will not be listed. So this is the notion of trustless. You don't have people who control what they want to list like other competitors, like other leading crypto assets platform, and I will not put their name, but you don't, you don't, uh, you don't decide what you list, you don't decide what you want to put in front, but because it's also sad, the business, it's also this, the business of crypto character, put in front some assets and hide other assets. And so you have this transparency. And the last point is the question of borderless. Borderless, it means that you have also the ability to uh, list any assets on Mobula. Uh, in uh, leading crypto aggregators, you have more than 80 or 90% of the uh, crypto assets in DeFi who are not listed. Why? Because uh, they are not, uh, they don't have the fund to fast track their assets and paying a thousand of USD to be listed. They uh, don't, uh, they don't have the enough uh, social media followers, etc. So they are, it's, there's a lot of borders in the current uh, crypto aggregators, but it should not be because it's a place where you can find, when you're supposed to find every information you want on the market. And so we are trying to reinvent the crypto aggregator building this next generation crypto aggregator, Mobula. Uh, right now we have 140,000 uh, uh, 140, no, uh, members every month. So it's uh, members, uh, people who are using Mobula on daily basis. So it's pretty uh, interesting because uh, we have a natural growth. 
and we are using uh, decentralization and uh, tokens to uh, to empower all of this. If you want, I can go deep on how uh, we are using tokens, etc. Yeah, it would be great to know like how is uh, okay. we can insert it in the mechanism. Perfect. So uh, first, to to, uh, to put the context, is interesting. We are building Mobula since uh, eight months. We have started with the protocol. It's um, how we're going to collect and to enrich data in a decentralized way. We have after developed the alpha version of the app. So we wanted to have a, a front end of an, an app with our data. Uh, we have also built the beta after four or five months, the beta version. And right now we, are, uh, we have the V1 of the app. And in the side, we have, since the beginning, smart contract because we are working on-chain. So we have smart contract for different parts of the platform, for example, for the aggregation of the platform, of the data, etc. And we have one token, one cross-chain token, but it's not listed and um, exchangeable yet. So you see that we have built uh, Mobula since eight months, making a lot of growth hacking strategy, making a lot of tests about the project. We have the token, but it's not listed and not exchangeable yet. So it's what I told you. You can definitely build a project with a token, even if it's at the center, but you can launch the token and open the token to trading extra in the second way. And this is what we are, we are doing with Mobula, focusing on the product, on the product usage, market fit, on the viability of the ecosystem. And after we are going to launch the token uh, because the token is necessary to make this working. And so we have one token, the mobile token, it's a cross chain, right now available on Avalanche, BNB chain, and uh, Polygon. Uh, but we are not uh, completely sure about how, uh, what chain we're gonna we're gonna choose. But we definitely want to be cross chain. We don't want to be uh, linked to only one chain. Uh, we're going to see uh, uh, how uh, we're going to use the, what chain going to be the better for liquidity, for the process, etc. Right now, it's not uh, completely uh, validated. Anyway, we are using the mobile for several things. First, when you want to list a crypto asset on Mobula, it's completely on chain. You're going to list um, your asset with a, a, a survey. It looks like a, a type form, very uh, good uh, UX, very easy to understand. But when you click on the button, you will have to sign um, your your submission with your wallet, and this will be a on chain uh, submission. So for this, we have smart contract, and we have the DA who going to analyze the data submission. When you request a listing, you will have to pay a minimum of fees. This minimum of fees will be rewarded to people of the DAO who will vote to refuse or accept the listing. It's simple. When you are listed on Mobula, you get visibility. So you want to be listed on Mobula, but you have to pay a little bit because people need to uh, see if it's a right token or if it's a, a kind of scam or a kind of uh, wrong data. So it's a kind of economical things offered demands. But when you're going to pay for the listing, you will pay with our token, with the mobile token. And okay. when people will vote to accept or refuse, they will be paid with token. And it's a kind of reward system because it's not really you pay something and you get something. It's you pay something. It will bring um, more value in the bucket, a general bucket of the project. And people who participated in the vote will get rewarded. So it's not directly linked because we are not a security token, you know, but it's um, it's uh, correlated. Anyway, there's also uh, option when other uh, way you can find this token. We have a governance that is decentralized. It's very important for us to decentralize the governance. We want everyone to have ownership on Mobula, and we want everyone to be able to decide of the future of Mobula. So we have built a DAO just for the governance. We have the DAO for the protocol, and we have a DAO for the governance. To be part of this governance DAO, you have to stake your mobile, and you have to, you will get V-Mobile. Uh, I don't know if you know the Curve um, DAO system, but it's very similar. It's a pretty good uh, system to govern a business. Curve Finance, they have uh, mm -hmm. this kind of system. And so for us, it's good because it's participated in the stability of the token because you have to stake a number of dates, etc. And it's also good because people can definitely get some powers on the governance and on the choice of Mobile. Another uh, utility of this token, because it's all about this, 
bringing a token is good, but what is the link of this token? What is the utility of this token? We have a lot. The other utility is that you can stake your mobile again to get a pinnable. It's another uh, token that is uh, directly, um, uh, it, you can just get it by stacking mobile. And this token will bring you uh, access to uh, exclusive features. For example, airdrop. We are launching airdrop features to uh, assets who want to give some tokens to uh, Mobula community, etc. For them, it's a good way to bring some, uh, to get some visibility, to bring some attention. And for our user, it's a good way to get some free token and discover the tools and the products behind it. Behind it, because we we just we don't, don't we don't want to just like promote. Uh, um, anyone that will uh, put money on the table we will have a, a kind of shutter that will say if you are like this like this like this you can uh, request your listing all of this will be done in a decentralized way we will not uh, be here uh, validated or refusing promotion we will have a, a kind of a system on chain and for this the system on chain again the mobile is required required to access the airdrop required for the transaction on the smart contract so it's very basically on the whole ecosystem, on the protocol, on the app, on the in-app transaction and uh, on-chain transaction. It's very uh, at the back end, but a center. Okay, so it's, it's quite technical. Like, so you have like, at the end of the day, you have like the regular mobile token and then you have like two other ones that are gravitating yeah, around. The V-Mobile for the governance and the P-Mobile for the utility access for features. Wow. And, is this complexity due to like legal constraint or is there is like really efficient it's a good question um it's very um very uh, simple at the end because the things that when you have a governance uh, it's better to have access to this governance with a token that is not exchangeable or tradable so Making like the governance available directly through the mobile will probably create some conflict and some things that we don't want. We prefer to make a kind of sub token, but it's definitely just linked to the mobile token. And it's the same for the utility token. Um, for example, with the airdrop, you need to hold um, you need to hold the token uh, P mobile token to get access to the airdrop. But if it will be, uh, if we decided to make it with the mobile, you can definitely buy mobile, get access to airdrop, and sell mobile and create some uh, trading just to get access to the features. With this mm. system, you are making sure that people will stake their mobile for a number of days to get access to a token that will give them uh, accessibilities. And you are not, uh, uh, you are not make creating volatility in your main token. And it's it's the, the main basis of this. Yeah, but I mean, if you create validity, uh, like volatility on your main token, uh, but you know, like, I mean, like, it's like, I don't really see the point of pursuing stability. I mean, like your know, short term is always a mess, but you know, mm -hmm. if you deliver like features, milestones, blah, 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 and you just like build and grow and, and you know, then, you know, it doesn't really matter if, you know, your token is like, fluctuating day and day. So like, um, so like so, um, the VNP token, they, they cannot trade it or, or they can. I, they can't. Okay. So it's like some soulbound token. So it's just like on the wallet and it cannot move. Cannot be sent. Cannot be transferred. Cannot be. It's uh, like um, the model of curve. It means that you are gonna stake your mobile, and mm -hmm. the number of mobile you stake will give you access to a number of V mobile. And more day that's uh, going to go, the less V mobile uh, you will get. It will automatically decrease, and your number of mobile will increase too. So it's uh, basically give you access to uh, the V-Mobile or to the P-Mobile to benefit to their utilities, but it's not tradable and this will not have in fact to volatility. But in another way, I completely understand your point that volatility can affect, but if it's kind of, uh, if you, you master it or you, uh, you understand how it's work and you schedule it, it's not a problem. I completely agree. And there's like definitely influence uh, with the, for example, with the protocol, when you list an asset, uh, this, uh, the, the amount of um, the amount that will be paid for uh, to list the assets 
a, a part will be uh, bring to the member of the DAO, but a percentage will be added to the bucket of the treasury. So this will have a positive impact also on the um, mobile because they will be uh, buy back uh, uh, to to have to create like kind of um, uh, sorry uh, to create. Uh, Positible um, exponential exponential uh, growth, you know. But this is definitely a good point. Uh, we don't have to be afraid of this. But at the end, you need to master your token and your project. Because, for example, uh, if we made uh, the listing paid with an amount fixed on mobile, uh, if it's crash, it's not good for us, and it will not incentive their members to participate. I want to share something with you, and that's something that I found today, and that's. Meat delivery on the blockchain. <laughs> I don't see your screen. At, no? Let's see. It's charging. Is it going through? <laughs> it's loading. <laughs> you don't want to see. Uh, you don't want to show this. <laughs> Meat delivery. Try again, blockchain. maybe. I mean, you have a lot of memes like this, like Does you know, Web three founders working on solving problems that don't exist, and. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah, we see, we see. So I think is this? this is it. Yeah. So this is meat delivery through crypto. Serving speciality meat. Awesome. Awesome. <laughs> But well, you know, in, in some markets, it can work huh? because uh, w sometimes, like the the main problems of uh, business, it's the the currency. And we in Europe don't have this kind of problem because we have the euro, we have the USD, etc. But in some countries that are uh, more in difficulty, um, you can build any kind of business. But if you um, uh, powered by crypto, it's the it's more it have more value. So I think like right now for us this is a job, but in some market it can definitely work. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. I, I mean like through like the blockchain you can bring like some transparency on the like logistic chain to be sure that you know the meat is good quality and everything and like. Uh, how the value is shared between the distributor, the producer, etc. So, I mean, there are definitely some benefit. Um, there might have some benefit in transparency there. Mm -hmm. And also in fairness, so, you know, everyone gets its share and you can really see, okay, so, you know, which participant in the, like, in the chain, like, got which part of the, um, of the revenue. So, mm -hmm. you know, why not? Definitely. Uh, but, like, uh, it's the same right now. I don't know. You, you're using, you know, Travala? Travala? Yeah. It's so cool, like being able to, to take flight ticket, to take hotel, like with crypto. I, I think it's definitely, it's incredible. We have some people in our team, uh, community managers, so they are not member of the core team, but they're helping us, they're freelancer. Uh, they, are, they are asking us to, to be paid in the cryptocurrency instead of their local currency, because their local currency is like this and more like this, to be honest. And uh, they are traveling. Uh, are they European? <laughs> <laughs> I think right now we're not going to judge anyone. <laughs> it's a crisis for everyone. <laughs> but anyway, um, they are very happy to, to be able to have like one salary for what they work and to be able to have uh, the kind of same amount uh, two months or three months later. Uh, well, for us, it's kind of normal, but for, people, for some peoples and for countries, it's not normal. So, of course, this, this brings a lot of value just by the idea of uh, being an alternative to uh, uh, currency that are not stable, etc. Yeah. Okay. Um, I would I would have a question, like more to go to to go back to strategy and the organization. Like you're part of some a group or startup studio that is called like the Secret Company dot co. Um, mm -hmm. So. Could you share with us like the experience of like you know, working within a studio? Is it bringing some like most cost efficiency, awareness, branding, synergy, whatever? So, how is this mm -hmm. concept? Yeah, yeah, uh, it's a good point. Basically, I'm I'm the co-founder of the Secret Company, and the Secret Company is a startup studio we built with uh, with four other partners. So we are like uh, five right now, and it's awesome because we have a kind of um, um, 
kibbutz company. So kibbutz is a concept built uh, in uh, Israel, and uh, th 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 it was like long time ago they decided to united uh, people who are making uh, who made different uh, jobs together, and uh, everyone uh, will bring what they earn in the in the group buckets, and this group bucket will be used for all the people uh, who are member of this group, and it's what we called uh, kibbutz, uh, very uh, simple presented, but it's what we are building in uh, the secret company. It's a group of uh, five uh, partners, entrepreneurs who have like uh, some secret and some leverage in industries and in sectors. Uh, some are very uh, talented on building bootstrap startup from scratch. Uh, some other are b uh, more uh, oriented to agencies, etc. From my side, as you understood, I'm more web tree and decentralization, blockchain oriented. And uh, it's definitely interesting to work in this kind of uh, organization because there is first uh, an exchange of leverage uh, if I need uh, to get some apps on a service because we are planning for example to get uh, I don't know uh, SEO strategies and that I have one partner that have launched an SEO agencies it's going to bring value to Mobula because this uh, it's a, a, a value hard skill that I don't master how to be the first one on Google with search engine optimization and you can't be the first one and the, the, the better everywhere, you know. So right. this is awesome for exchange of leverage, for ag agency service leverage, for uh, contacts. For example, if I am someone that have, um, that used to work with VCs, with business angel, me, I'm more a guy that's going to build in my side. Sometimes you need to be open to VCs, business angels, to uh, be... Uh, institutional friendly we're going to say we have to talk together and we uh, i have to be helped by uh, this partner in question and it's the same from my side sometimes i'm going to see uh, some people of my team some partners who are struggling with uh, uh, acquisition things or growth things because it's before this before every before everything i'm a gross and marketing passionate you know so if i see some uh, troubles or challenges uh, on one department I will be a place to app and uh, to bring some growth hacking strategy etc so this definitely brings some leverage this definitely also bring some security in the way that we are building things in industry that are uh, new that are no regulated that are um, dangerous in some way and, uh, and blockchain can be dangerous crypto can be generous uh, my other partners also are building business and companies on thesis we made a few months we a few years ago so it's a kind of a sort of security risk security to uh, get uh, different departments I don't know what's going to happen with the blockchain, but right now we are kind of um, dependent a bit uh, uh, on the market and on the state's uh, uh, choice. So we have to be more, uh, uh, we have to be more uh, independent. We are building in this way, but we can't lie. This in fact, this impact uh, our business, this impact our life extra. So it's a kind of sort of security of risk to be able to operate on different departments. And behind this, you have uh, all the things that uh, bring value directly, uh, the, the team of a uh, team of lawyers that can be here for everyone, a team of uh, a designer that can be here for everyone. This is definitely uh, good skills and good uh, leverage for us. And but after this is also the, the adventures. We are building companies, but more more than this, it can be cliche, but it's true. We are building memories, and we are making a good adventure. You know, at the end, and I, I, I bring you to our 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 office. Uh, uh, Tugan, in our office, what we we put on the on the office, it's like uh, uh, I don't know. How I'm gonna say because it's in French, but uh, basically, let me just translate it in English. I don't know if you have it in mind, Kankan. Uh, uh, I don't remember like the things that was written. I mean, there was. I mean, uh, I'm gonna translate it. It was it was pretty fun, but it's um, it's it's very true and it's a powerful culture. We say, uh, "Bailiff, don't take memories." So they take everything, but they don't take memories. Bailiff, it's like, do, do you understand what is bailiff or not? It's, it's, it's not like, it's like justice workers are just like taking everything away from you when you like screw up. Yeah, exactly. Okay. 
<laughs> exactly. Okay. But they don't take <laughs> memories. They don't take <laughs> adventures. So it can sound cliche, but it's definitely what we are doing because we are doing a human human job. Uh, I'm working uh, on Mobula full time with uh, a guy I met uh, three years ago on Fiverr. I met him. I met him when he, he was 15 years old. Right now, you have. 18 years old it's the man who it's the man who are building the platform is the tech lead uh, very strong and very passionate and very talented uh, we are building mobula with it and we could not do it without it and this guy uh, if he didn't meet me uh, in occurrence um, I think he would not uh, understood his potential and he would not understood his uh, ambition and this is what we are doing in the secret companies important to understand is that we are not bringing uh, companies from ourselves alone we have ideas we have leverage we have some skills in some way but we are finding people who are going to have this little touch that are missing to build a massive and ambition uh, ambitious project and this is what we are doing and this is what is about mobula uh, so we're going to see how it's going to do but it's what we are trying to do anyway yeah. so, so, so startup studio is an interesting idea something like i'm considering like because i'm working on a several product Uh, mm -hmm. Or like I'm, I'm, I'm an advisor on several products, uh, or Web 3 and um, and yeah, we were like considering like you know putting resources together, uh, mm -hmm. because like you know, this project has some guy who's in charge of like Twitter, and it's mm -hmm. just really something that you just need to be there like you know, like one hour a day, you know, it's like this. And on one project, we have a guy who is super good, and on the other projects, we're struggling to find someone who like really gets it, and. Mm -hmm. uh, So we're like, well, maybe we can have like one guy, one Twitter guy for like all the projects because it's the same industry. Uh, it's all products for people who are building stuff in Web3. So mm -hmm. the audience is the same, the avatar, the customer avatar is the same. Mm. So yeah, we're actually considering like, like um, creating this kind of structure. And yeah. in the case of the secret company, like is financial resource shared or is more like, you know, advice, contact, or do you share the money or so? You, you mean uh, in, inside the secret company? You yeah. mean how we are? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I pointed like, how is a secret company as an entity owning the different companies, or is it just more like, a, let's say, a club? Okay, uh, good question. So now we are partners, business partners in any companies we are creating. So basically, we are uh, shareholders. We have part of the company we are creating, but we are definitely not uh, um, uh, the only uh, part and the only shareholders because we are building companies with other people, like I told you. Uh, mm -hmm. But yeah, basically, uh, we are not like a, a club or agency. Uh, we our business is a long-term business. Uh, we are not uh, making. Uh, we are very frugal and we don't need we don't need and we don't search short-term money we try to build ambitious uh, empire so we take part of the capital to uh, to be here if it's uh, if it's work like we want and we do everything to make it work uh, like we want and what is important also is that we are um, a startup studio and we are self-financed self-funded and this is very important because a lot of uh, startup studio uh, are backed by VCs or etc because it's uh, it's a kind of uh, cost uh, cost uh, expensive uh, resource you you are going to build companies every year uh, so you have a lot of cost that will be linked to this but uh, we managed to make it profitable uh, in some way so we are self funded uh, bootstrap also so it's kind of um, a kind of uh, pleasure because we don't need to uh, to give uh, feedback to any other faces we have or to yeah, any uh, uh, other people and it's a good also exercise because we are building bootstrap company and we are the, we are ourselves uh, bootstrap so it's the better signal we can send to people we are building company with okay yeah it's an, it's an interesting model mm -hmm. so But yeah, you should definitely consider it, but not that uh, Startup Studio um, is very like, uh, uh, you have to be 100% here. It's more a human, uh, human job than anything because you are here for your task, you have your expertise, you have your leverage, but there is... It's like just the top of the iceberg. What you don't see is that you have to be here if there is like some uh, fights between some co-founders. You have to be here to manage some legal things. You have to be here to make the ambition grow. And 
all of this at the end is uh, what brings the most value and what makes the difference. It's not what your leverage, for example. I, I understood this recently. I'm a good marketer guy. I'm a good growth man. Uh, I'm uh, passionate. I have some energy, etc. Uh, but the value I bring the most on the company I co-founded was what I wasn't put in front. It's the fact that I can be able to talk to the co-founders every time, every year, every day, every hours. Uh, is the fact that I can feel some uh, conflict inside some co-founders. Is the things that I can find that something is going wrong on the. Uh, on the remote uh, habits and remote uh, work office things. It's things that you don't see and don't, you don't realize, but you get by breeding things, I, I think, and that bring a lot of value that make the company go on the right way. So you have this thing that you don't need to miss out before starting this. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, I mean, it's, in my case, it's like everyone, like in all the projects, everyone know each other already helping each other so we already have this kind of proximity between projects mm -hmm. and members and we have like the yeah, same thing like the designer is already working for all the different projects because it's good some developers like front-end guys are also like working mm. uh, for like two at least two of these projects so we, we were just like yeah thinking about yeah. optimizing and also maybe like to bring like a to bring like a strong like brand identity mm -hmm. uh, because like one of our goals right now would be like to maybe like to went to go to like some um, specific like foundation or like blockchain foundation and be like okay so mm -hmm. you know, we can build for you like whatever platform is available on competing blockchain but we can build it for your blockchain right and uh, if we say hey you know like by the way we have created like this two three four five web three projects mm -hmm. and we bring this to the table like so you know we have experience we have a team we know how to launch stuff um, we know how to build stuff. And then we have like this like accumulated like brand of all these projects and then we can like negotiate some interesting like mm. agreements and partnerships with big blockchains yeah that's that would be the goal definitely you you have to send me a message if you you want to launch this i have some contacts and we are starting to be more and more building startup studio there's like kind of a um, group of people who are building startup studio etc so it's definitely a model that's uh, uh, bring more attention uh, I, I can i cannot like uh, if founders they are very good in in europe uh, there's a lot of uh, startup studio who are rising right now people from uh, uh, from france but also uh, a lot of uh, startup studio in the us so i think it's a, a good model uh, but yeah you, you have to launch it and you have to know with who you want to launch it because i think it's it's definitely have to be with all the partners because it's something that is, it's a group, you know, it's a multinational. Yeah. So you have to be uh, with uh, people to launch it, I think. Right. Okay. So for mm -hmm. me, that, that was pretty interesting and it's definitely something I'm going to research. Perfect. Apollo, I think you're muted. Okay. No. Yeah, that's yeah. fine. Okay. What, what I wonder in from a more managing or operations perspective, is if you're working in a group of friends and in a group of, let's say, people with mutual interest, how do you just manage friendships? How do you manage emotions? How do you make sure that everybody, that it's in their best interest to keep growing, keep building, that there's no mm -hmm. ego involved or no greed? How do you manage that? Yeah, it's a very good point. Um, I can talk about uh, regarding the secret company and Mobula. Uh, the secret company, we are five partners. We are very like catching mature. We have found uh, what we are liking the most, and we are very like we are working like communist at the end. You know, we are very like sharing what we are earning, but in the equal way. So it there is not like a lot of ego things. Like everyone uh, have the same uh, world, have the same rights. So there is not like um, unbalanced uh, things that make uh, that make things uh, strange. So it's very uh, a friendship um, uh, collaboration. We are living together. We have an office in Paris, and we are also roommates. So it's very uh, uh, very strong. We are making. We are trying to make some dinners every month together. But it's very difficult. At the end, we we don't we see each other uh, all. Uh, we we don't see. Uh, 
enfin, we see all the five partners less than when we didn't live together. It's pretty, uh, pretty funny, but it's like this because we live together. We uh, uh, sometimes are not have the time to make this or something like that, but we are trying our best. Uh, we are very respectful. So at the end, everything working perfectly and everyone is independent. Everyone is autonomous. And regarding Mobula, it's, uh, I think, very interesting. Mobula, we have a team uh, of uh, six person. So I'm myself and the Secret Company and Sasha. We are the two co-founders of uh, Mobula. And we have uh, two developers, one head of operation, one head of supports, and one designers. Uh, so there are five and we are seven. Um, what we are doing is that first we made them online. It's pretty crazy, but we made it online. Uh, we are mainly talking French in uh, the team, but they are not all French. There is one who is in Russia, another who is in Gabon, another who uh, is uh, in a, a near uh, to Allemagne, to Dutch. Uh, so we have a lot of people from uh, Europe and who are speaking French, but we are not uh, friends in the real life. We don't, we didn't meet for, for this. We met online. We started working together for four months and six, uh, five months, six months, and we met the first time three months ago. It was the first time we made an offsite on, in Barcelona. Uh, it was very cool, etc. And the feeling was the same that online. Online, we work well. We make uh, uh, call every uh, beginning of uh, of week and every end of week we have a very structured organization we have the to do we are making with sasha every uh, end of the week for the next week we have uh, some uh, call of follow-up we are very structured because we are remote so remote can bring a lot of uh, liberty but this have to be um, uh, well in the right way everyone have to be productible but uh, this is task based that yeah we it's we are not going to say that you have to be here from 9 a.m to 10 p.m you do what you want you don't have to you just have to be here on the weekly call and you have to deliver your to do and everyone in the team is very uh, incisive they are uh, early employers but they are also kind of um, uh, kind of co-founders because they will get like a part of the tokens. They will be incentive on this also. So they are all incentives uh, much more than uh, traditional uh, employers in big firm. You know they are, they know that uh, we are a team of uh, seven people from uh, 20 to 27 years old. We want to change things. We have a lot of ambition, so we are all working hard but in kind of a good, good mood. You know, everyone is happy. Everyone know that they are doing what they are like extra. So it's, it's bring a good, uh, a good, uh, a good uh, working and a good way of working remotely, but it's more hybrid. We, we are working remotely, but we make offsite every two months. Okay. All right. Um, Or you see muted, I think. But um, yeah, for me, like it's 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 a question I wanted to ask. So like I'm I'm good for now. Like uh, like this question about the tokenomics, about how you insert a token within like the product. Mm -hmm. uh, yes, yeah, so my big curiosity was on this uh, the secret company that cost. So like I'm good on myself for the questions. Perfect. I think you're struggling with the muting and muting. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I, I want to make sure that my background noise is not too loud. I mean from. From my side, I think we learned a lot about marketing scaling. Um, I was especially interested in also the tokenomics part and structuring the DAO. But yeah, from just an outlook on the next maybe three to six months, when founding and scaling startups, what do you think are maybe three tips or the main tenets that any founder has to keep in mind when building in a bear market? Okay. Um, first, it can be cliche, but start with a community because it will uh, give you directly kind of uh, answer about your project market fit. You can start the community uh, not with a product or with an offer, but with a fight. This is what we have done with Mobula. We started the community with the idea of uh, making an alternative to leading crypto aggregator and to uh, uh, create an alternative of that aggregation system. So the community. Um, help us get uh, the ideas of what we really wanted to do and help us improve 
our product. So I started with a fight with the community. So it can be very easy. You create a Discord, you bring your 10 best friends, you ask their 10 best friends to bring people that can match with the um, match with the vision and the fight. You're going to go on Reddit group, you're going to go on Telegram group, you're going to make some art shilling. You have to execute. Don't be shy to execute during the first months. Uh, put your hand dirty and bring the most of people you can do, but who are linked to this vision. The idea is not to bring uh, to make paid marketing to bring a lot of people who are not linked to this vision. You have to bring people who are ready, uh, ready to, to commit themselves and to contribute. The second point is co-create what you're going to build. And anyway, I'll talk a lot about um, uh, I talk a lot about project, but it's the same for any Web3 offers, agencies, uh, product, uh, trainings, uh, any, whenever what you're going to do, uh, trying to build it with the first people you are jo uh, you have in your your community, you have in your vision, trying to co-create them because if you co-create with them, you will create a kind of incitive uh, feeling, and people will really uh, be here to help you to um, answer the real, the truth, etc. And look at what they are actually doing and not what they are saying. Because uh, getting a, a lot of people who are going to help you is good, but you have to do it on the right way. It's better to, for example, share a version of your product or share a version of your training and put um, a script that will record their, what they are doing in the screen. That to ask us, uh, to ask us sorry, what they have done. Because uh, uh, people can tell you, I have done this, you should do this, etc. But at the end, what they are really using, it's not the, the, the same. So it's better to see like the card check in their back account than to check uh, what they are saying. It's, it's very uh, true in any industry. So this is the second point, co-create extra. And three, uh, don't rush uh, the tokenization. Do it rightly. Do it if it uh, brings some value and some sense. It can be access to funds. It can be ownership. It can be efficiency. It can be um, transparency. There is a lot of value blockchain bring and that can bring value to your project, but do it the right way. And if you understand correctly the schema, it's at the end. You started by the community after the project you co-create and after you think about the colonization. It can be linked, you can do it in parallel, but uh, you are making um, products or offers. You're not making crypto or token. The crypto token will be linked to your uh, product and offers. This is very important to understand it. And if you are looking uh, to uh, the main tokens right now, uh, or the main NFTs, uh, it's uh, most of them, it's, uh, it's NFTs who have utilities. Uh, Sora, for example, was the most uh, trading in the beer market. Why? Because they have utilities, they have the project behind this. It's not traded just because there are NFTs. So this will make you more change to uh, succeed. All right. I think that it's a good conclusion. <laughs> I think so too. I think that's a good outlook for the next uh, two to three Perfect. months. Julian, if people want to get in touch with you, what you're building, what you're a part of, what's the best way to do so? Uh, the best way to do so is to check my newsletter inside Web3. If you can put a link here, I don't know. Um, <laughs> exactly. And on the newsletter, I share we in a weekly basis what we are breathing, what we are trying to do. It's pretty uh, honest because sometimes I'm going to say in the newsletter, okay, we have some problems on the uh, user-connected conversion. We are going to try to improve this. Here is what we're going to try. Here is how we're going to do it. And we're going to tell you next week uh, what is the result, etc. We're going to get your feedback if you have any ideas to help us improve this and we're going to make it so it's more uh, a web tree building uh, newsletters i'm sharing what we are doing how we are doing it and uh, how uh, people can contribute and i'm helping people who are building themselves their business etc uh, on the medium link to the newsletter i'm sharing resources best tools best talents best freelancer uh, best newsletters so uh, on the medium and newsletter you can find everything you need to know to build your web tree startup super cool right. i love that that's great so Thank any you. founder that is listening to this and he says new year new me in 2023 is going to be the time yeah julian is going to save you a lot of time <laughs> and money but julian Perfect. thanks for coming on um happy last days in 2022 looking forward seeing what you're going to build and crush in 2023 and thanks for being here. Thank it was a pleasure thank you for the invitation